Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. So, today, today, today we got to call some people out. But first I want to make this disclaimer, right? Because we got to call out some what I call false health prophets, right? But before I do that, I do want to say that if you are just starting out in your journey, right? I'm really not talking about you or to you. Simply because all of us have to start somewhere. And the goal in the beginning is to start where you are to help you to gradually progress and and improve in ways that work for you, right? It's a gradual progression. It's not trying to get from A to Z in a short period of time. So those people I'm not really talking to, right? But these are the people that I am talking about are those who wear the health badge so proudly, right? They have all of the information and the knowledge and the wisdom of what to do and how to do it. The only problem is what people see is something different. So whether you realize it or not, you are walking billboards. So whether you are, you know, vegan, vegetarian, or maybe you just implementing a cleaner lifestyle, there are certain results that you should be getting. And if you're not getting those results, that's a problem. And it's a problem simply because you should be wise enough to know that there's something about what you're doing that is off. There is something even in regard to your body that's off. There's an imbalance. Okay, you should not be a health king or queen and still find yourself ill and sick. You should not be a health king or queen and still find yourself overweight. Now, I know that's a sensitive one because people are going to argue with me that you can be overweight and healthy. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Okay. Right. The problem with that is, right, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up for your body to take on more than it needs. It doesn't add up for your body to have excess fat around your body, around your organs. And you tell me that that is natural and that is healthy. Now, that doesn't mean that just because someone is thin that they are healthy. We always take things to the extreme. Why does one, if you say something, so what you're trying to say is, no, no, I'm not trying to say anything but other than what I said. Now, you can continue in your mind to justify whatever you want. But as you begin to cleanse your body, your body is naturally going to release weight, a.k.a. waste. That it does not need. And so if you are having a difficult time 
maintaining your weight or releasing weight, there's something else that's going on within your body. And you cannot hide behind, oh, well, I, I, I eat healthy. I eat my fruits and vegetables. I drink water. You have to go deeper and look at something else. That's what the journey is. It's a constant process of assessing and then doing. You reassess. You do something else. And sometimes it's something else may be the same thing if you find it is working for you. But if it's not working for you, then mm, uh, you should be quiet. You should be quiet because you ain't figured it out yet. Even in regard to healing yourself. Don't tell me that, you know, you are healthy, right? But you're still suffering from different types of um, viral and bacterial infections. That's something else going on. Viral infection, we know, is toxic blood. So... I think one piece that many people miss as they're transitioning is they automatically come in looking to clean up their diet. And that's key. That is important. And you should do that. But I think we underestimate the years of exposure that we've had to chemicals, drugs, and toxins and how... You know, and this just makes me think about how how just outstanding our body is of what it endures. And it is able to isolate these things and, 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 and somewhat bury it to a point to where we still can function without it taking us out altogether. That's just amazing to me. And you know that it's doing that because as you begin to detox your body, each time you do it, it's like the layers of an onion. You're pulling one piece back. You're going just another level deeper. You, you, you're going on the outside, you go from your skin to your blood, to your tissues, to your cells. I mean, and each time you do it, you're cleansing and you go deeper and deeper. You know, some people who have, you know, detox for a very long time have found that it was only until they did a extensive fast. But they didn't take in anything, I believe, other than water. Where they begin to pass all types of things, whether it was parasites or, you know, stones or um, all types of things that didn't come, that didn't, it was there. It was still so deep within. And I think we underestimate that in regard to the health piece. So if you are walking around talking about you're healthy, right? But on the surface, we see otherwise. And, and some people argue, well, well, you can't tell me what healthy looks like. Well, I can tell you what unhealthy looks like. Or well, how about I can tell you what healthy don't look like. And again, you can make excuses for it all, all you want. I, I get what's going on right now. Right. We have twisted this thing to where we are leading people to believe. So we've taken the idea of what was what should be or what was supposed to be like self-confidence, which you should have self-love, which you should have. And we've twisted it into this weird, psychotic excuse for being unhealthy and having pride in that. Yes, 
I know I'm unhealthy and I'm fat and I'm and I'm this and that, but I'm proud. I love myself. Like I don't guys, that that wasn't the point that we were making here. Like you have taken that because if we're honest about it, true love, true self-love will want your own self to be in the best condition that it could be. That that's that's just it. And if you know, and all of us know, and then and miss me with this whole I'm big boned crap. You weren't big boned when you were born. You weren't big boned when you were five. You weren't big boned when you were 10. Some of us weren't even big boned when we were 20. Now all of a sudden you're big boned. Now I hear the people saying that you don't know because I've been big all my life. Okay. All right. I get that. Okay. Then that's something else we would have to explore. What type of habits? What what type of home did you grow up in? And what type of habits were instilled into you in you while living in that home? You know, we want to talk about what's hereditary, what's genetic. I, I can tell you, at least in my own family, what is hereditary, and that's some bad eating habits. I can tell you that, Jack. I can tell you a sedentary lifestyle. That's was was hereditary. I can tell you thinking negatively, thinking and with a victim consciousness and a victim mentality and a defeated mentality, all of that plays into health. All of it. And so I can't get with. You saying one thing, but I see the results in your life Some doing completely different. Completely different. And, and yes, there are stages in this, which is why I don't like telling people what I do. Because it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It matters where you are. You start where you are. I mean, sometimes it can be inspiring to see what others are doing, and I'm cool with that. But you start where you are. Like, people ask me what I drink. I drink water. It's like, well, other than that, I drink water. <laughs> I drink water probably 95% of the time. Now, if you drink sodas every day, that may not be very practical for you to just automatically stop and drink water every day. It would be cool and awesome if you, if, if you decided to do that and were able to do that. That's wonderful. But that may not be practical. I think, again, we underestimate the addictive nature to these things that we eat and we drink it is not an accident i would challenge you to look at everything that you have in your cabinet and i guarantee you over 90 percent of it if not all has natural flavors as an ingredient and the natural flavors is when we go in the lab and we concoct a version of flavor that is not only tasty to you, but it's addictive. Ooh, you can't have just one. People say, what, which, which, I don't remember what company that was. What is it? Was it Lay's? You can't eat just one? Whatever. Whatever one it was. It's not a joke. They know exactly what they're doing. Anytime you see on the back of a package, they will list onions, garlic, um, uh, parsley, they will miss strawberries, watermelons, and then you see natural flavors. So if you got all those other flavors, why I can't get my flavors from real natural flavors, the actual source? Because that natural flavor, which you have no idea what it is, 
you don't. Go to my blog and look at the, the post that I did on natural flavors where they are talking to a chemist and he admits that they use beaver ass glands from the ass of a beaver <laughs> for natural flavoring. And it don't matter to you because it tastes good. And they've got it down to a knack where any flavor that you want, I can I can give you that. They had the lady tasting on the video that I had on the uh, underneath the um, the blog post that I did. She's tasting different flavors that they've come up with, and they got everything. If you want something to taste like barbecue, we got it. If if I want if if we wanted to taste like ribs, we got it. And nobody's asking questions of what it what are these chemicals doing, even in small amounts. What are they doing over a long period of time? So, yes, sometimes it is a process of moving yourself and literally winging yourself off. You got to look at it like you're a drug addict because you really are. That's that's what toxic and chemical food and drinks are. They're drugs and they're so addictive. And if you think I'm lying, just stop eating it. See if you can go seven days. Hell, that's going to be extreme. See if you can go to weekend. You know how addictive it is. And it's not just about you wanting it. It's like a craving. Like, I mean, you almost going crazy. And when you get it, right, if you find yourself trying this out, right, and you eventually succumb and you go and get it, make a note of how the euphoric feeling that you get from taking it in. I mean, it is, and I ain't never smoked crack, right? <laughs> so let me just say that before I finish my statement. <laughs> I was about to say, it's almost like you're getting that crack hit or what I've been told, how it feels to get a crack it, hit. Almost orgasmic. There's something to that. That is something to that, people. And you cannot just walk around for years and years and years. And not be confused as to why your health is not improving, even if you've cleaned up your diet. You have to clean up your system. You have to go to the whole foods, the real foods. Yes, I think some of the packaging that they have um, come up with is very helpful. Very helpful because... We now see more organic packages. We see more all natural. They're cleaning up. Some companies are cleaning up the ingredients. And I think that's a good thing. But ultimately, ultimately, that cannot be the bulk of what you eat. It cannot be. And so for those people who try to come to me and check me by showing me some vegan or vegetarian or healthy person who has gotten sick, who may have gotten cancer or who is overweight, you know, you ain't checking me because I know why. And when you know what causes disease, it doesn't matter if you're a vegan. Most vegans have replaced meat with sugar. And that excess sugar and excess refined carbs equals mucus in your body, which equals inflammation, which is going to equal disease, which is going to equal excess weight. So I'm never surprised by that. That that is not proving a point to me. What I am saying to those who are actually doing this and living this out that make you if you are going to make a claim that you are the example then be the doggone example do what it takes to really clean your body up and when you first transition over you have to make detoxing key 
because you've done years and years and years of damage to your body where it is not functioning optimally. You're, you're not processing your sugars and your fat the way you should. Your gut is out of whack, which means you look around. We're eating more than we ever had, but yet we are the least nutritioned that we've ever been. I would say, and maybe that's not a fair statement to say ever, okay? Maybe that's, maybe that's dramatic. But look at what we're eating. And people want to make the argument that we need GMOs because that's the only way we're going to sustain eating. No, jackass. Maybe we should first stop overeating. There's plenty of food. The first thing we should stop doing is overeating. That, that would help. And then when you look at the feed that it takes to <sighs> what is required to feed livestock is enough to feed us for the next 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> and don't you find that bizarre? Have you ever thought about, and this is what I thought about before I came off meat and I was looking more into grass fed um mean and beef and that type of thing well more for my family because before I came off me I had already given up beef and, and pork like five years prior to that but you get to thinking about it and you say well if I'm eating grass-fed meat because it's more nutritious because that animal ate from the earth and ate natural why do I have a middleman why do I need to eat the meat to get to the grass that the animal ate. Why don't I just eat straight the vegetables myself? Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> We're nutritionally out of balance. We are nutritionally out of balance. Our guts are out of balance. And this is why many of us, I, I was guilty, man. I was taking so many vitamin supplements. I mean, I had it all. Vitamin C, vitamin D, um, what is it called? Rest, um, uh, um, I say it wrong every time. Rest virtual, I know I'm not saying it right, but anyway, it's the supplement that they get from, um, um, the element that they get from grapes, right? Um, what else? I mean, everything that you can imagine, I was supplementing, supplementing, supplementing. And yet, I was still nutritionally deficient. And that goes to show you that it doesn't matter how much vitamins, even fruits and vegetables you take in. If your gut is out of whack to the point that you are not able to process, assimilate, and absorb the nutrients from that, it's in vain. And it shows. And it shows. And it shows in weight retention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. It shows. So, bottom line, people, don't be a health fraud. Don't be a health fraud. If if you're serious about this, this health thing, and you know genuinely that your life is not improving, and you, and you know, heart of heart, you are really trying, that you've cleaned yourself up, that you are literally eating better. You, you know, you may be a vegan, 
but yet you are not seeing improvement in your health. Um, you're tired. You're still tired all the time. You're still frustrated all the time. You should really check your emotions too, because it'll let you know how, how, um, balanced you are in regard to your health. You shouldn't get angry all the time. You shouldn't be frustrated all the time. You shouldn't be confused all the time. You shouldn't lack focus all the time. All of that ties back to your health. And I would say specifically your gut health. And for the vegans, um, I, you know, Again, I think it's so good to have options. And I'm, I'm never going to knock us for having options. And, and I don't really subscribe to a bunch of rules. I'm, I'm learning that certain things work best. Some things work better, whatever. Even right now, today I'm on day two of... Um, I'm doing a 100% uh, raw fruitarian diet because I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued with the, the aspect of taking in all electrical foods, all seed-based foods, right? And it makes sense to me. Right? You got to gotta go with what, what resonates with you. And so I'm, I'm just intrigued to see how my body responds in regard to doing this. And, I, and I'll check back in to let you know how it goes. But there are so many options now. I think we're losing sight of what the ultimate goal was. And yes, the ultimate goal... I guess for vegans, most vegans, their ultimate goal is just to get rid of the meat and the dairy. And they do that. But when you replace that with a bunch of box foods and you replace that with a bunch of bag foods, um, I've gotten to the point where I'm, it's a little Facebook group that I'm on. I, I don't even comment on certain things anymore because people always get, you know, they ass tight and in a wad because, you know, if you're on this journey and you're really concerned about what you put in your body, it's always about the chemicals. It's chemicals over calories. And I haven't really seen any. And this is why I gave it up. People ask me, what did I do for to supplement cheese and butter? And, and I didn't. I just gave it up because when I went in the store and I looked on the back of the packages, it's like, okay, I wasn't down with the chemicals when I was eating meat. So why in the hell am I going to stop eating meat and now add on all these chemicals so I can get this pseudo meat taste, this pseudo cheese taste? Um, I have found another option for cheese. It's a um, mix of, um, it's a little blend you can do with cooked onions and carrots and um, potatoes. So there's a recipe for that. But the box things I can't get down with. And I just cut it because even though I detox a lot, I don't want to give my body more work than it has to in regard to flushing out my system. There are some things that I'm going to come in contact with that I can't help. There are certain things that I'm going to breathe in that I can't help. When I buy new clothes, things that are manufactured or made has chemicals in it. You know, some of those things I have no control over. And that's why I detox my body. But if I can help it, I want to stay away from things that I know are full of chemicals. And that's just me. But... I'm just seeing many, many people trying to uh, be an example of this lifestyle, but you're being a false prophet because it's almost like it's almost like the church representative, people that go to church, right? And they wonder why people don't want to come and be down. And it's because when people see you as a representative, they're like, whoa, 
Oh, is that what y'all do? Okay, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I'm good. And it's the same thing. Like, if you're not going to be any healthier, or at least appear to be any healthier, than someone else living a standard health lifestyle, whatever the hell that is, <laughs> Why? Why 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 should I get on your bandwagon? And I I think we're gonna start seeing some interesting results in the coming years, five minutes, maybe ten years. Because it's there are still consequences to what we do to our bodies, and I that's why I'm always talking results. Just look at the results that you're getting. You don't have to know who to listen to or get frustrated with hearing different things and different information. Try things out for yourself and see what the results are. Is this working for you? Not who said this is good and who said that is bad. I mean, there there is a lot of compelling evidence, which is why I ride so hard for a plant-based diet because the evidence speaks for itself. And... When I look at what the standard diet is, I think those results speak for themselves as well. And everyone I know, everyone, no doggone exception, who is living on a standard-based diet, what they call SAD, the standard American diet, they are either or, or both, overweight, borderline, and um, suffering from some type of illness and on some type of medication across the board. And I don't have to be no expert, no scientist, or no doctor to know that that's enough for me to know mm, I need to stay away from that path because there ain't nothing good coming from that. So that's all. Don't be a fraud, people. Keep it real. Keep it real. More importantly, keep it real with yourself. And that was a that was a game changer for me. I'm telling you, up until 2014, I thought I was a pretty healthy chick. Until my body clocked out. And even though I knew something wasn't completely um on par because I was still experiencing breakouts with my skin. And that's the number one indicator. Toxic blood. System is out of whack. If your toxins have gotten to the point where it has to be flushed out through your skin, it's no longer being processed through your liver and your kidneys, your other limitory, limitative, limitative, what's the word? Limitative. I think I'm saying that right. Um, Organs, and there's a problem. Always warning signs. The body is always sending warning signs. Aches and pains are warning signs. Not going to the bathroom, warning signs. Breakouts on your face. On your back, rashes, warning signs, thinning or hair falling out, warning sign. Um, cavities in your teeth, warning sign. Unable to sleep at night, warning sign. All warning signs. Headaches, warning signs. People really think you're supposed to get headaches. Who in the world? Where did you get that from? Where did you get that from? Who told you that? Shouldn't have headaches. It's all warning signs, and and you can easily take something to get rid of the, get rid of whatever the illness is or rid of whatever the symptom is. So you can get a cream to get rid of the rash, right? You can get a pill to get rid of the headache. 
But at the end of the day, until you address the cause, until you go within your body, what caused this headache? What caused this rash? What causes me to bleed monthly like a slaughtered pig? Until you get to the cause, you're going to continue to get the same results over and over and over. You're only prolonging it. That's all medication essentially does. It just prolongs your illness and it covers it up. So on the surface, you think you're doing okay. You think you're doing better. You, yeah, ever since I took them pills. Because this is the deal. This is a test. So this is the last thing I'm going to say. This is how you test whether or not your pills are really working. After a certain period of time, if your pills job is to heal you, you should be able to come off of those pills and you should be fine. And you shouldn't experience those symptoms anymore. But if you cannot come off those pills without experiencing those symptoms, if you cannot come off of those pills without experiencing those symptoms, people, then that lets you know the pill is only covering up the real cause. That's what it's letting you know. And that should be your biggest warning sign that, whoa, I better start doing something else because it's going to morph into something else. It, it, it has to. It's going to. There's no other way. And I don't know anybody who I've heard of who has ever asked a doctor. Well, look at here, doc. You want to put me on these medications? How long? How long I got to stay up here? You know, is this say I take this pill for three months and then I'm good? Of course not. Of course not. That pill is forever. And if that pill don't work, we got another pill. And more than likely, that pill is going to cause some other ailments or some other symptoms. And we're going to have to give you another pill for the for the issues that the first pill brought about. And on and on the beat goes. As long as we can keep you cycling in. And based on what is going on right now with this Obamacare foolishness, oh, you better get ready. You better get ready. Because I'd already seen it because I work for myself. So the prices have been through the freaking roof. I mean, the plans are, you're talking five and $600 a month, $700 a month, $800 a month, and you still got a $5,000 deductible. Yeah. But we thought it was a good idea. And now businesses and corporations, you better understand the business industry is going to always adapt it's gonna always figure out what it needs to do to adjust and continue to make a profit because that's their job unfortunately <laughs> we the people are going to be on the short end of that we're going to feel that and as these heights continue to happen the the, the worst part of this whole <sighs> this whole promotion of trying to get universal health care nobody ever talked about how to improve our health care it was always about making sure we made it easier for those, the sickest, to kick their ass to the doctor. And to continue driving those bills and driving those medication costs up. Or should I say those, those medication profits up? That's what this has been about. It hasn't been about helping those people. Hey, let's talk about what they're eating. Let's talk about our diet. Let's talk about nutrition. It was never about that. Ever ever and if no other time than before this should be a time you yeah you should want to be your best health 
in your best help that you possibly can. Because one, it's going to be crazy expensive to see a doctor. And then two, it wouldn't benefit you anyway. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. People ask me all the time about checkups. I don't need it. What I need a checkup for? Checkup for what? <laughs> and I don't even want to go there because you know I don't want to discourage people. Like y'all do whatever it is you do. You gotta understand. I'm on. I'm over here in in, in the right lane. So don't mind me. But all I know is it's very strange to go to a doctor for one year, two years, five years, ten years. And supposedly, you do the right thing because you come and get your checkup. And the doctor keeps telling you your numbers are good. And then one year out of the blue, all of a sudden, your life comes crashing down because you get this cancer diagnosis. Find that fascinating. So what the hell did you go and get a checkup every year for? Wasn't that supposed to help keep you in good health? Or are we only monitoring to wait to see when you get sick, we're not preventing you from getting sick or helping you prevent yourself from getting sick. No, we're only monitoring you to see when it is that you actually get sick because we know your ass going to get sick. It's a cold game. It's a cold game. You can get mad or you can get glad. You can figure out, you can blame the world and blame the system or you can saddle up. <laughs> Strap up your boots and put this thing in your own hands. It's on you. Ain't nobody else controlling what you put in your mouth. And that's the bottom line. And when you know better, you do better. So until next time, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.